is a box, a musical box, wound up and ready to play. Can you guess what is in it today? Hello, good morning, good afternoon, whatever it is with you, you're very welcome here to Box 39 with me, Bill Lawrence, because on Box 39 this week, we're opening the Cone Radio time capsule live here, right there in Studio One. With me this week are my guest presenters, my friends, my pals, and just a couple of old men that wander by. Bob May, who will be examining the social and historical aspects of what we find, and Ian Talentire, who will be managing the opening of the box itself with his team of scientists and boffins that are literally littered all around me. You could just step aside, Pistorius. I'm not going to put your microphone up for a moment, uh, Mr. Talentire, because it's not your time. Your fee doesn't cover that. Now, buried under Cone Radio Towers is the time capsule. It was removed earlier this week on the orders of Lord David Price, who is, of course, the CEO of Global Digital Retail, which is the mothership of Skolm Radio. And as the foundation works were begun for the new Russian salmon processing unit being installed here, uh, which is one of Lord David's projects he's personally managing, by the way, from his tax haven in the Cayman Islands, um, we found the the, the Colm Radio time capsule. Now... Many of you will remember this, but uh, there was a predecessor show to Box 39, another magazine show, which was called Time Capsule. And it ran for a long time, from 1970 to 2000. And it was uh, this show that placed that time capsule here. Every five years, they would add a small little pouch to the time capsule and included a, a vinyl and then later on a CD disc of music, which we will play, hopefully, if, of course, they are still working. We have no idea what we'll find. The opening of each pouch is being filmed as I speak and will later be monetized on an exclusive subscription-only YouTube channel, which will come with a free mini-sized box of Russian salmon. We have photographers uh, over there as an archaeologist. There's some press and TV, and even Lord David's personal accountant is here. Ausgang Axit, Axit, well, we've had to send the entire woodwind section home on the bus to save space. Now, I can reveal that the very first pouch has been carefully taken from the Colm Radio time capsule. It's got on it the label 1975, and we've actually found an original 45 RPM black vinyl disc that's in very good condition. And so, we're going to play it. So this is it, the first bit from the time capsule. It's Van McCoy and The Hustle. Do the hustle!
You're listening to Box. Uh, what is it? Thirty-nine. Box thirty-nine. Yes, you are listening to Box thirty-nine here on one hundred six point six FM, and I'm here with guest presenters Bob May and Ian Talentire, and we're opening the Colne Radio time capsule live here. Hello, Bob. Hello, Ian. Hello. Evening. Hello, Good evening, Ian. Evening, Bill. Sorry you've about t- that. You've turned up in mic. I, 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 I just wanted to confirm that the health and safety stuff had been done. Masks, goggles, safety stuff for your ears. That's what you're here for. We well, expect no less. I couldn't see through you. <laughs> <laughs> so the predecessor to this show was the magazine show called Time Capsule, and, and they were the people that planted this time capsule. So a pouch every five years. We've now opened 1975, and there's a picture in there of the very first episode of Time Capsule, and look who's presenting it, a very young Bob Russell. Wow, doesn't yeah. he look good? He does. Just got a sort of quite flamboyant 1970s moustache. Yes, and of course the elbow patch is on his jacket. Yeah, nice, nice. Well, we're, the house band there was uh, very young, very young. Look like sort of college boys, don't they? I was, yeah, they do. Very, very young. I was just going to say about Bob, his specs haven't changed. Ah, no. no. So, so, Bob, what were you doing in 1975? Well, I was uh, in my apprenticeship, my first job, I think, with the GPO. Uh, so um, focused on all things electronic. Yeah. Oh, no, not even electronic, electromechanical. Well, there's nothing very electronic in this bit of the uh, of the uh, time capsule, is there? Uh, there's a picture of some money, some new money, which must have been quite new at the time. Penny, is a halfpenny there? Yes, yes, because we'd been with that three or four years by then, hadn't we? So it was still quite a novelty to put in a time capsule, no doubt. I do Does like it? the display case. It's nice, isn't it's it? It's nice, yeah. It quality, nice. quality blue cardboard <laughs> it's nice, in, in a yeah. plastic sleeve. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a newspaper page there from The Sun, and it's advertising uh, beer. How much do you reckon that, I'm not going to let you see, how much do you reckon that pint of beer has been advertised for? Pint of beer. Pint of beer. Ooh. You'd pay £3.80 for it now. Well, when I went to university, which was a little time after that, it was 50p a pint. So I'm going to go for a half of that. I'm going to say yeah. 25 pence. Yeah. I'm going to say 22 pence. Well, you're both a little bit over. 20 pence is being advertised here, maybe. And, and also, you could get your cigarettes. You could, they were a penny each. 20 cigarettes for 20 pence. I would like to say I was quoting London prices there, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> a penny a cigarette, though. Yeah. No and wonder. Same newspaper. They uh, advertising houses. They don't do that in newspapers now, do they? They're advertised on the internet. And as a pretty much, pretty average house, I'd say there, it's a three-up Three-bedroom t- semi. That's pretty much your standard house in this country, isn't it? Yep. And that uh, price there is £16,980. Oh, that's about okay. what I paid five years later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You must have bought a posh one then. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cinema ticket here. Indoor toilet. Yeah. <laughs> they, All mod cons. They've put in the time capsule a cinema ticket and they've got a, a little note next to it saying they went to see three shows they went to see the rocky horror picture show monty python and the holy grail and return of the pink panther any of those your favorite films i like monty python do you yeah, yeah. i particularly like the holy grail actually yes. yeah. what was yeah. that about i yeah. don't think i've ever seen that one they uh, <laughs> an arthurian legend i think wasn't it yeah <laughs> a mickey take on that yeah, yeah. And it stars Monty, does it? He's, he's Some, in there? Something yeah, like Monty that. Don, before he achieved <laughs> yeah. fame on Gardener's World, yeah. I think. And he was fighting a python. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Pink Panther. I remember the cartoons. I never. I, I know there was films with a uh, comedian, wasn't there? Peter remember. Sellers. Yeah. yeah. Were they any good? They were. I loved his sidekick. Probably of their time, but they were hilarious yeah. at the time. It was Cato. Cato. Not he now, Cato. Not now, Cato. <laughs> and his mispronunciation of English words was just superb. Yeah. All right. What else can you find in that box? Go and find something. Yeah. Put well, your hands in. Okay. Well, you were saying, you mentioned that there wasn't anything very electric in there. And oh, I, well, you found I, something? I'm going to disagree with you because there are two. Well, there's two. There's two pieces of music. One True. of which is, um, I mean, I'd only just put my shorts away, uh, Bob, in, in 1975 and put on long trousers to go to school. Shows how, how young I am in comparison. Um, Bay City Rollers. Oh, tartan trousers. Tartan trousers. Ooh, which one? Which, which, is that a single? There's a Bay City Rollers single? Bay That's going to be worth a few, Bye Bob. Bye Bye Baby. 
Oh, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. yeah. What were they Baby called? Bye what bye. does Bay City Rollers mean? Ah, is that the tide good, coming it, into it Glasgow? It's something isn't to do it? with waves, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Glasgow maybe. And the other one, yeah. which was even more electric and quite dramatic and operatic, all in one, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, oh have you got that there? Yeah. Well? well, I'm not surprised they kept that because that was uh, so that... one decent record that year. Yes, <laughs> I think that was the Christmas number one that year. I've got um, a sneaky feeling oh, yeah, it was. It sold and sold, didn't it? Yeah. 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 Now. Oh, no, I feel there. Look, Bob, I put it right in front of you. A blue rosette. Oh, yes. Blue rosette. What do you think that's there for? An interesting year. Margaret Thatcher. Ah, It says here, defeating Edward Heath in the Conservative Party leadership election. So not getting to the pinnacle of Downing Street, but becoming the leader of the opposition and the Conservatives' first female leader. Now, I've I've just come across something else in the pouch, which is an article about that, separate from the Blue Rosette, and attached to it is another piece from the newspaper, which is the Sex Discrimination Act of 1975 on Equal Pay and Opportunity. Now, who had the good sense of humour to uh, put those two pieces together? (laughs) Or was was this her acting upon the, the passing of that piece of legislation? Uh, and she was rather a Marmite person, wasn't she? She was, yes. Yeah. Depended whether you liked your school milk or not, yeah. Bill. Let's yeah. move on from Blue Rosette, because <laughs> I've found a Red Rosette. Ah. And it's Manchester United. Mm. Oh, football Rosettes were The away great, team. Yeah, everybody I, wore a Rosette to the match, I don't they? think Manchester United were going through a great patch, though, though, were they? They weren't, no. They'd been relegated the season before, and this is achieving their uh, re-promotion back to the first division. Which, of course, is what is now the Premier League. Well, uh, what else do we know from 1975 before we close that and have a look at another pouch? Is anything else in there? Tennis. Tennis, yeah. Is it a tennis racket? That's quite, I like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The wonderful Arthur Ashe. He is no longer with us. No. One Wimbledon. He was stylish. I really liked watching him play. Yes, and he, he broke barriers, didn't he? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. First black player to uh, to win a major title. Yeah. Well, all in all, that's a great pouch, isn't it? That's pretty good, isn't it? I've enjoyed that. I yeah. think time to move on to the next one. So while you've been speaking, uh, Ian has lowered that in front of us. They've just snipped out, and I think that bit of vinyl's going to work. So, Ian... Do you want me to introduce it? Yes, please. What have you got? Well, it might not be a neat one, and it might not co- cover the causeway over to Mersey, but The Tide is High by Blondie. The tide is high, but I'm holding on. I'm gonna be your number one. I'm not the kind of girl. Girl wants you to 
Welcome back, everyone, and thank you to our Skang Exit, the first bit of music for the evening, and that's called There's No Time, like 3.27 a.m. And there isn't, is there? Certainly isn't, no. It's a wonderful time of night. It's a unique moment, isn't it? I remember seeing it once. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, it depends whether you can get back to sleep or not. (laughs) So we've opened uh, the second pouch on the time capsule, which has been unearthed uh, downstairs in the... the, uh, And this is from 1980, this bit of the pouch. And, uh, well, what were you doing in in 1980 then? 1980, I was... Well, it depends what part of the year. I was... It was my O-level year. Now, for you youngsters listening, that's a bit like owls in Harry Potter, but they're a bit more significant. Um, So, yeah, I was preparing for those. Uh, Went on holiday to Italy and spent the whole summer trying to work out how to do a Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Because they were new on the scene. There is a Rubik's Cube there. Yeah, I can see. I think that's what reminded me of the torment of four weeks on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to solve it. I think in the end I just took it to pieces and glued it back and together pa- again. Pass that over in it because I never ever achieved it. I rarely even used one, but it's quite, quite three inch Yeah, quite substantial. Cube of hard plastic with stick on colours. Yeah. And Every youngster had one, didn't they? They did. And the great, I mean, the great and the bad thing about it is they're not that flexible. They're quite stiff and difficult to manoeuvre. They're not very, very straightforward at all. And mind-blowingly frustrating and numbing. Now, look what else is there. There's a tiny little ship with a big, tall mast on it. And it's got painted down the side, Mi Amigo. Oh, that'll, that'll be Radio Cone then. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Radio Caroline, which uh, broadcasts from just up the road from here uh, and uh, into the sea. Just I was going to say, I think it? you meant just out to sea, not just yeah, up the road. Yeah, <laughs> it was the pirate radio station, Radio Caroline, wasn't it? And it sank in 1980. I remember listening and hearing the death um, and being announced the death of Elvis Presley whilst listening to Radio Caroline in my bed. Goodness me. Yeah. 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 Not in 1980, he died a bit earlier. And in fact, there's a post-it note here saying, this is my first post-it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that was when post-it notes so they must were have come that, along. Yeah. Yeah. And they were a failed glue, effect, weren't they? Now, yeah. I've just had Thank a package handed to me, yeah, which I can see has smallpox written on it. But the guys tell me that it hasn't got any spores in it. But what <laughs> it is, it's a newspaper article from the WHO, that's the World Health Organization, saying that it's been eradicated. Fantastic. But I don't think that's necessarily true. I think there might be little bits of it popping up every now and again. Well, I'm going to have a rummage in, and I've pulled out another little package, and it (laughs) looks like um, some sort of herb. And it's got a newspaper clipping, Paul McCartney's picture. <laughs> and apparently no. he was arrested at Tokyo International Airport for possession of this and spent nine days in prison before they deported him. I think yeah. that might have been some marijuana. Yeah, well, yeah. I better look after that for your own good. Or was that his girlfriend, Mary Jane? <laughs> <laughs> There's a picture there of uh, a photograph of, look, two young Cone Radio breakfast DJs. I remember the breakfast show in 1980. And you might remember there's Peter Simon uh, on the left there. And Peter Simon, of course, uh, went on to become the first ever Ronald McDonald in television adverts, went on to boost Simon Says on children's television, and, of course, now can be found on one of the leading shopping channels. And next to him on the right, probably the highlight of her career for Sue Pollard uh, who went on to Heidi High and now of course uh, she does the uh, English uh, voiceovers for the Friday Evening Wrestling in Poland does she really well Peter Simon interests me because just look what giddy heights you might have in front of you Bill (laughs) (laughs) one day a radio DJ the next day Ronald McDonald and I would like to point out that Sue Pollard did do some filming just up the road Bill did she really not out to sea (laughs) Uh, Right, now I've got a a booklet here, a wonderful booklet. It's the FA Cup final programme from that year. See, I know know who won that year. Go on. It was West Ham. It was West Ham United, yeah. Yammers. Up the eyes. And who did they beat? Not a lonely team, was it? (laughs) No, they beat Arsenal. The mighty Arsenal. 
Wow, yeah. this program would be worth a lot of money, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's in quite good condition yeah. as well. It's quite a fine. Well, airtight, that old canister. I've got one. Can you boys explain this? I've got a picture of, it looks, it's a, it's a, it's a photograph of the word California over a map of that area, and there's a monkey on it. Can anyone explain that? <laughs> no. No, monkey? Monkey. California. There's a monkey on it, California, no. and a monkey on it. Oh, maybe it, I, I thought it might have something to do with uh, oh. Ronald Reagan being elected as president. Oh, well, of the he was US. certainly elected in 1980. I think you could be right because he had a pet monkey, didn't he? He did. And he didn't, did. He, didn't he sell it to Michael Jackson? Not sure about that. No, no, no. it wasn't Cheetah, was it? Because that was Tarzan's monkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Look, I'll tell you what, Bob. The uh, the next pouch has now been opened for 1985. There's a, now there's no vinyl for this one. Look, it's a little CD. Yeah, what, what yeah. we got, uh, Bob? Which Tell us just what shows because I thought it might be a, a tape cassette, but yes, it's a CD. So I'm going to put it on. And it's Dream Academy: Life in a Northern Town. Salvation Army band played, and the children drank lemonade, and the morning lasted all day. And through an open window came Like Sinatra in a younger day Pushing the town He said in winter 1963 It felt like the world would freeze With John F. Kennedy And the Beatles Well, we are here on 106.6 FM and we've got the Cone Radio time capsule. We finally unearthed it, thanks to uh, a bit of archaeology going on here and a bit of building. And uh, we've got different pouches. It was planted here by the previous magazine show to ours, which of course was called Time Capsule. And they added a pouch every five years. This is 1985. And, uh, Bob, what were you doing in 1985? 85, I was emigrating from Essex to Suffolk. <laughs> you know how to live dangerously, <laughs> don't you? I doubled the price on that house I'd bought and went off to, uh, to work in Ipswich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So. Yes. Um, well, uh, that's in, 
in the uh, in the uh, pouch. What have we got in the pouch? I think you must have an unbelievable text there, Bill, because your <laughs> eyes are almost out on stalks. <laughs> well, the first thing I've seen in the pouch, I've got a there's a little in a separate sort of plastic uh, whatever. There's a Corgi DeLorean and a chemistry set, and that can only be Back to the Future. Back to can't the Future, it? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was 1985 th- film, yeah. I think that was the only time I ever saw a DeLorean. <laughs> probably probably <laughs> the same for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, there's a football as well with a puncture in it. What's that for? Football there, and uh, it's a sad pictures, unfortunately. It was a bit of a bad time for football, wasn't it? It was a bad year for football. Bradford City, wasn't there? The fire. That was awful. And then there was the Heisel Stadium, is that in Belgium? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was was rioting. The Bradford one was a fire underneath the old wooden stands, wasn't it? It was not not a good year for football. I think the only thing we can say is that safety and crowd control and all the rest has moved on uh, apace. Yeah. Well, a little bit more cheery. uh, There's a photograph there. It's, look, it's young Ausgang exit band leader Henry. Uh, and it's from his ill-fated appearance on the live New Faces final. Do you remember he appeared in the same episode as Bobby Davro and uh, Kathy Dennis? And he'd been taking medication for jet lag, hadn't he, poor old Henry? Didn't stand a chance. Oh, just yeah. fell over, do you remember, yeah. and just slept. Dreadful. He but, had a he had a chance, and we might have not had to suffer Bobby Davro had Henry stayed awake. But <laughs> <laughs> well, from a sporting prowess point of view, I understand that it was the birth year of both Lewis Hamilton and Wayne Rooney. Yeah. I mean, what would sport be without them? Wow. Well, yeah. look, here's, a, here's a, Henry. They, so they came out of a pouch, but not this one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bob. <laughs> so, okay, right. Henry's dying to play next piece. So this one's from Ausgang Exit and called This Time Next Year will be one year older. <laughs> back on live here thank you ever so much for that uh Ausgang exit and it, quite a remarkable tone to that bit of music anyway before we move on to uh, the next bit of music just a f- couple of other bits here and uh, we got some text coming in and uh, um there's a very long text there would you want to read a bit for us bob yes it's from donna in norwich and she says just to let you know uh ian i've washed your hair piece on a cold wash and it got the brill cream out so don't use so much next time thank you Bill, um, she found the key under the plant pot and has put your ironing back indoors. Your gussets are beautifully starched. I do like a starch yeah. gusset. And Mike, who sadly can't be with us this, tonight, but she's settled his bar tab at the Greyhound. She must have needed a lot of credit <laughs> on that card. <laughs> well, thank you, Donna. We'll be back to your uh, your uh, text after this. And this is from 1990, uh, and it's Sinead O'Connor, and nothing compares to you. It doesn't, Bill. I can eat my dinner in a fancy restaurant But nothing I said nothing can take away this blues Cause nothing compares Nothing compares to you
This is Box 39. Listened to by Australians all around the world. If you are in our wilderness and cannot find your kid, if it's not eaten by a crock, maybe the dingo did. Marvellous. You can stand down now, gents. That was a great bit of music, wasn't it? Lovely, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So we're at the, we've got the time capsule open. We're in 1990. Uh, Ian, can you just finish off with a fantastic text from Donna in Norwich? Well, Donna's very kindly informed us that she'll be on the number 52 bus to drop off the custard creams for Ausgang exit. Ah, excellent. And uh, she'll be here as soon as she can be, fellas. And she's just asking us if the uh, lift has been repaired in Cone Radio Towers. Because evidently, those four flights of stairs she's finding particularly difficult. I think we can all confirm that we were a little short of breath when we ran yeah, up them earlier indeed, this evening. We were, yeah. Yeah. But, it's, but it's, thank you for your text. Yeah, it's another... Um, uh, saving. It's a, it's a sort of... Um, we understand it. Lord David Price tells us we need to cut back on these things and you know, there might not be a lift, but, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, but you don't normally sell the lift from within the shaft, do you? <laughs> That's, That's true. true. That's yeah. true. But apparently you couldn't boil the kettle and run the lift at the same time. And if custard creams are on the way in, we need yeah, the kettle, yeah. don't we? Yeah, but I didn't... I'm not quite sure I understood it when he said you can always go out the quick way. <laughs> okay, the 1990 pouch is a big old pouch. Uh, there's a picture there of the Colm Radio Six Aside football team, and they've just won the North East Essex Community Radio Charity Cup, haven't they? Do you remember that? Time? I remember that. What a wonderful yeah. year that was. The uh, 24 hour radio marathon broadcasting they were yeah. doing, raising money for a new coal fired power station up by there at the top of Wivenhoe. And uh, all the each winning DJ got presented with a modified diesel-powered Sinclair C5. Yeah, I thought they were supposed to be clean. Well, they were washed every every Sunday. Oh, they is were. that what they yes. meant by yeah. clean? Yeah, yes. okay, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what else we got there? Come on, let's see what. Right. Well, I've pulled out another piece of plastic. Uh, it's not a cube this time. It's more the shape of a book. And it's, I think, what we used to know as a video cassette, Ooh. and it's of the Christmas film Home Alone. Have you got one? That, oh. Does it flick up at the side, and can you sort of pull the tape out? No, 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 no. Oh. This was a proper one. <laughs> oh, okay. I love, I love that film. Yeah, little Macaulay Culkin played yeah. that lad whose family yeah. all went away for Christmas without him, didn't he? That's the film I want to. I watch that every every year. And I it, watch that with and my it's, kids. In later years, I just watched it with my kids. It was like a. A filmic version of Mousetrap, really, wasn't it? All yeah. the little it was a cartoon. hurdles and obstacles he yeah. set for the burglars. Yeah. Well, now, talking of cartoons, there's uh, a little book in there, and it's the whole story of The Simpsons. They must have just started, The Simpsons. Yeah. Little yellow yeah. Uh, people that are now seem like they've been with us forever. Forever Mar and ever. Marge, Homer... Bart, yeah. And the other ones whose well, names are. Well, they have been with remember. us forever. That's 31 years. For some people, that's more than yeah, their lifetime, is it? Quite a while. Yeah. yeah. Now, one of my fellas wearing his safety goggles and mask has just handed me yet another uh, video recording. Yeah. And this one, I, I always wondered where the expression corners like it's on rails came from. First time I heard it was in Pretty Woman. Oh. Starring the magnificent <laughs> Julia Roberts. Oh, yes, and, wasn't uh, she? Ever, uh, equally magnificent Richard Gere. Yeah, I mean, he's very attractive, isn't he? Yep. He is. Yep. Yeah. And look at this. It's all tear-stained. All tear-stained. A little uh, 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 book of football stickers from Italian 90. They're all tear-stained. Is um, that Gazza's? Yeah. Do you think he, he, do it did he be. donate it? Could yeah. be, couldn't he? Yeah. yeah. His Panini album yeah, that, of football that, stickers. Because he did cry a lot. He did, that, and it? that was where uh, Gary Lineker mimed, wasn't it, as well? Yeah. That's Isn't right. Isn't it also where Gary Lineker had the upset stomach? Or was that a different football competition? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, no. It's certainly where he invented the crime emoji, isn't it? <laughs> way, way before mobile phones. <laughs> and that was the last time uh, England ever played West Germany at football. Until... I don't think the we've played... Time. No, that was our last ever game against West Germany. Oh, no. West Germany. Yes. Oh, West Germany. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, they yeah. were reunified. Very subtle, Bill, yeah. yes. In a few years' time. And if you look over there, there's a half a breeze block there. Oh, so, and yeah. that is symbolised. Sorry, I mistook it for a VHS recorder again because <laughs> it's a similar size. <laughs> that is, of course, from the wall. The, wall. the famous wall the of Berlin. What, Pink Floyd's album? <laughs> 
you get very muddled there. You should pay attention. I'm an old in your man. History. Pay attention in your history lessons. Yes. Yeah, and there's a little telescope. Why have they put a little telescope in there then? I don't know because the one I can remember going up into space at the time was quite a big telescope. What was that one? It was named after some geezer who stared at the stars called Hubble. Oh, it was named after a man, was it? I believe ah, so. Yeah, the Hubble Space Telescope. And also, on a scientific note, uh, I do believe that is when that Mr. Berners Lee chap may well have invented Tinternet. Yeah. Yes, the World Wide Web. What World do you think was the first web. thing he put in the search engine? Uh, he he uh, probably didn't f- type Alexander Graham Bell. <laughs> he probably didn't type Google. <laughs> no, 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 no. World Wide Web. He eh? probably put in his own name, didn't he? People do that. They want to f- probably see if he was on there. Yeah. <laughs> do you think it came up with anything listed in Company's House <laughs> or all his peer-reviewed articles yeah. that he had published over the years? Well, that's 1994. There's some big stuff in there, isn't yeah. there? It seems to be a bit of a year, 1990. Well, especially for Cone Radio, with that six-a-side victory. Yeah. 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 Well, Bob, uh, a CD single disc yeah. has been removed CD. from 1995, the next bounce. Here we are, and what a wonderful tune it is. It's Oasis with Wonderwall. Today was going to be the day, but they'll never throw it back to you. Should have somehow realized what you're not to do I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now And all the roads that lead you there were winding And all the lights that light the way are blinding Bill Lawrence and Bob May and Ian Tallentire are in Box 39 this week and we're delighted to be saying uh, to be showing and revealing for you the Cone Radio time capsule which is being opened live here on the radio and it's all in little pouches every five years the magazine show that used to be broadcast called time capsule used to add uh, one of these pouches to the the the, the, the capsule now bob uh, i remember f- there was a point in 1995 um where um there was a, a an incident in a football match is that right? You was um, because um, where was that? About? The Frenchman was. Oh it? yes, yes, and here is a large colour photograph of him: yeah. red shirt, black shorts, and black belt. Can I stop you there, Bob? Can you see the photograph? Just flick back. There's another photograph, and that looks like some seagulls following a trawler. 
Uh, yeah? No. Why is he? <laughs> oh, no, I get that, yeah. And then the third photograph might be a black belt of some description. <laughs> I wonder why that is. Yes, because uh, was, that was the legendary Eric Cantona, wasn't it? Who got very annoyed with a Crystal Palace fan in the crowd. And I think he might have said something rude to I Mr. think Cantona. he may well have done, yeah. um, but he... He vaulted the pitch side barrier with a leading foot. He reminded he? me of something I used to watch back in the 80s Hong Kong Fooey. Hong Kong Fooey, or Bruce yeah, Lee, yeah. even. Yeah, it, it became known as the Kung Fu Kick, didn't it? It did. Now, there's also a huge pair of women's pants. <laughs> or comfortable pants. Yeah, what yes. are they doing there? They the Aussian. I think they're advertising for a certain firm known as Sloggy, Mr. Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I believe that's what they're called. Why are they there in I think they're what uh, Bridget Jones would choose whether she was going to have a good night out or a comfortable night out. Uh, and, of course, Bridget Jones would have uh, first appeared, wouldn't she, in uh, The Independent, wasn't she, in The Diary of Bridget Jones. That's it, as a column rather than a film, yeah. 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 It's yeah. almost back to the days of Charles Dickens where you put your books out in uh, newspapers. Yeah. Well, talking of books, there's uh, a bookmark and it's got on it World Book Day. Yeah, Ooh. first time. First World Book Day. Yeah? It was the first time you saw hordes of children walking to school dressed up as characters. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. Who now. would you dress up as then, Ian? Who would I have dressed yeah. up as? Uh, no, no, if you could go in World Book Day. No, I'd go, I'd go as a book company. I'd just dress up as a penguin <laughs> or a puffin, <laughs> as it was back in the day. I think that, that's what I'd do. Yeah. Go, go for the go oh. for the publishing house, not the character. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who I'd go as. Yeah. Oh. I'd go the for third I, man. I, I, no, I think you'd be good as a that's what best-selling book of all time. You go as Moses from that book. What was that book? Oh, best-selling book of all yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, what was that called? Yeah. yeah. The Gospel According to. <laughs> yeah. I think you can. I think it's got that in it. <laughs> Is it the Holy Grail? <laughs> We're back to Monty strangling his python. Yeah. Uh, there's a map of uh, Lancashire, and he's underlined, whoever put it in here, Blackburn. Blackburn, I think that must that's be. That's Ashton that's underlined, not Blackburn. <laughs> I think Blackburn Rovers, who nowadays play football, I think in the third tier, actually won the Premiership, didn't they, in the, the Premier League? They did, and I think there was a certain uh, Mr. Scissors, if you translate the German, Um playing for them a certain Alan Shearer oh Alan Shearer yes but they were bankrolled by that steel a man who made his money in iron and steel wasn't it I believe he did yes now also and and we're going to be here in a moment our final bit of music from Henry and the boys and girls of Ausgang Exit because look at that look at that picture now I can describe that picture to listeners Uh, Ausgang Exit in 1995 they were relaunched weren't they by Lord David Price as a a Stanway based New York City hip hop boy band weren't they well yeah and unroll that because it's more than a photo but it's a poster must be four foot by three foot glossy isn't it glossy yeah it's, it's even got the blue tack still on the corners. It, yeah, hasn't it lasted well underground? Yeah. So look at them, all 16 of them there. They've got their red Kangol caps on, haven't they? Yeah. They've got the uh, the brand logo proudly displayed uh, on their feet. What they got there? Timberland like boots. Timberland, yeah. yeah. yeah classic, yeah. Tam, classic. Off-the-shoulder dungarees, one yeah. strap. Yeah. And look at all the fashionable sports logos of the era. Yeah, I can see uh, there's the Clacton Show Jumping Club there. Yeah. Brighton and see netball team. Yeah. It looks like Stanway Darts Club. Haven't they folded? Yeah. Yeah, I think they didn't see the point anymore. Well, Henry's still wearing his baggy white T-shirt. Come on, Henry. <laughs> Off you go. Absolutely wonderful, Ausgang Exit there. Uh, I, I, was, I was swaying my head from sound to sound and trying to make it sound backwards in my head, but it was great. Now, so that was called Once Upon a Time in Colchester Bus Station. Do you like that? I, I do like that, yeah. yeah. And, and is that the new bus station or the old one, do you uh, think? Well, 1995 would be the old one. Of course, one. the old, old one, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not shown at its best. 
No, not no. then. And no. it does actually sometimes look like it was a, a part of um, the old Bosnian War that was going on in oh, 1975. Yeah, the, the cement yeah. had uh, fish bones in the mix, apparently. Yeah. Well, of yeah. course, 1995, as you know, it's all kicked off in Yugoslavia and Bosnia, Serbia, Croatia, and uh, the other one that I can never remember. And um, that was a terrible Macedonia. time. Macedonia. Yeah. Yes. Herzegovina. Was that one of them as well? Bosnia Herzegovina. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a historian, not a geographer, everybody. <laughs> Terrible a, times. A, there is another poster in there. Someone's coloured in the teeth. That's a bit rude, isn't it? That's a picture of Robbie Williams, and they've coloured in the teeth. Ah, uh, that's because, that, yeah, 95 was the year he split. He split, didn't take he? Take that. I remember, that was so shocking, I remember Colm Radio set up a helpline there dedicated to uh, yeah. to helping the distraught fans of Wivenhoe. Yeah, because he wanted to walk off with his own microphone and they said don't take that. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting 30 years to tell that joke, Bob. <laughs> well, that was a big night in the in the world of boxing, wasn't it, that year? I can <coughs> see from that photograph, signed photograph. Oh, oh Frank. Oh, Frank. Frank. Big Frank. Frankie Bruno, And he's yeah. not advertising anything that sort of liquid and comes in a green bottle on this occasion. It is just a picture of him looking hunky. World champion. Yeah. Yeah. 12 rounds on points. Yeah. Good point. And uh, a little box there with a little sort of, um, what would you describe, a little cowboy. little sort of cartoony cowboy in there. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, what was his name? It's from Toy it's Story. Toy Story, it? the first computer. Woody. Woody, Yes. And Buzz Lightyear. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, here's Buzz as well. There's a model yeah. of him as well, look. Yeah. Has he got a broken wing? Wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think 1995, quite a good collection they put in the time capsule there. I've enjoyed that. I think uh, now that's been open. I think it's time for final year, 2000. Ian, what are we going to play? What have you found? What piece of music? Well, the song is called Rise, and it's by Gabrielle. Investigates. That's right, the Box 39 Investigates team tears the lid off one of the greatest and yet scarcely known open secrets of British political life. The infamous stolen UK election of 1992, where, after 10% of the electorate vanished from the voter rolls for fear of having to pay the poll tax, the ruling party was returned to power by a margin of only 7%. The team talked to dozens of these disappeared voters and asked them who they would have voted for in 1992. The results will shock you. Our exclusive report for Box 39 is coming soon to Cone Radio. Now for that. Thank you, Adrian. Oh, well, this has been Box 39, and we've opened the Colm Radio time capsule and revealed amazing things that have been buried since 1975. 
And the last pouch is from uh, 20 years ago, 21 years ago, the year 2000. And uh, we'd just like to say thanks to Lord David Price of Global Digital Retail for supplying all the necessary equipment we've needed. And he supplied it to us at a 50% dis- discount, which was quite good. He's also. a lovely man and his yeah. generosity knows no bounds, yeah. does it? I'm knows. always a bit sceptical. I always wonder what the markup was originally. <laughs> I hadn't thought that, right. yes. He doesn't say cost, does he? No, never. Well, well, um, there's a text there, Bob. Can you want to read that one? What this one is um, from Mango Dread, Daryl yeah. Mango at Shrub yeah. End. Evening, yeah. Mango. And uh, he says, I remember 2000. The, I suppose he means the year, the year 2000. <laughs> and Millennium Night. Because of the Millennium Bug, uh, apparently it made him ill with a temperature and sore throat for the first few days of January. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Mango. Yeah. But he does um, come up with a, a, a fact or two. Gisborne in New Zealand was the first city that welcomed in that year. Yeah. And, of course, we also saw the Millennium Dome and the Millennium, Millennium Bridge. That was the Wobbly Bridge, wasn't it? I don't it? know what they were named after, but yeah. uh, two features of London <laughs> that we're still with. Ian, there's another one there. Another bit of uh, uh, feedback from our listeners. Yeah, I've got one from Daryl Bass from Gusset Hill. Evening, Daryl. Um, he said, I love Big Brother. It was something that declined the new... Or declined? <laughs> defined, even, the new century. Yeah. And I think he's right. It did get massive audiences. It attracted lots of newspaper coverage and got the whole country talking. Not a programme you wanted to watch on uh, Catch Up, really, was it? No. No, no. Fast forward, it was quite good. <laughs> but I, it did, cruel, thankfully, cruel. you know, without it, we wouldn't have had our favourite. I know, uh, and, you know, it often has been the long, lonely, dark night that the three of us have sat together and watched Love Island together. Yes. It, it is. I mean, it all sprang out of that, didn't it? Yeah. That and that made in Chelsea. And we won't mention the other one, because I know that, that Bob's rather... <laughs> Yeah, let's not uh, go there. Oh, what, Towie? <laughs> <laughs> you sidestepped that very well, sir. Very well indeed. Naked okay. Attraction. That was a Leslie Nielsen film, wasn't it? <laughs> I believe it was. <laughs> anyway, this has been uh, this has been Box 39, the, the magazine of music, community, humour and chat, which, of course, uh, followed on from our great predecessor, Time Capture, which we've sort of commemorated tonight. So we've been live here in Studio One at Colm Radio Towers, and I'd like to thank Bob. Bob May for coming. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. I look forward to being here in 2031 for the next opening of Absolutely. the capsule. And thank you, Ian. And I'd like to thank uh, your, your fellow scientists that you brought in for doing the work so carefully. They've had a great evening. Yeah. They, they love opening plastic pouches. Yes, and they've done it so well. And also to Henry, Ausgang Exit, and uh, and also like, to, of course, to thank our sponsor, our CEO, and our sort of um, spiritual guru, Lord David Price. And that has been the Box 39 time capsule. And we've just got time for one last text we've received, uh, another one tonight from Donna from Norwich. And she says, uh, my next door neighbour, Rory, had a classic Nokia 3310, 3310 mobile phone from the year 2000. He had it delivered last week. And when Rory showed me his package, it was fat and shiny, surprisingly big, certainly more of a handful than I was expecting. And since then, I've been happy to get my hands on his brick whenever I can and love the old retro games. Uh, only last night I was playing with his snake for hours. What a game! So addictive. Both Rory and I were playing all night together. We had hardly had a wink of sleep. In fact, Rory is so tired this evening, he couldn't even manage a chocolate finger. And he usually has such a big appetite. So, from high up here in Studio One, on the fourth floor of Cone Radio Towers, Looking out over the full and fertile lands of North East Essex, it's time for us to close Box 39 once more. Be seeing you. Be seeing you. Be seeing you. Now is the time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Now is the time to yield a sigh. Yield it, yield it. Now is the time to wend our way. Goodbye, 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 goodbye
Chap Shakespeare was bold but sexy. Oh, I'll take that rhythm away with its wonderful melodies. Oh, goodbye, they say. Goodbye, goodbye. Why not say it again? Goodbye. is a guppy production for Cone Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience. Thank you very much.